0: our podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 173 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about my five favorite carpal tunnel syndrome exercises. I'll be describing what I like to do before I start these exercises, I'll talk about why I like to do this particular group of exercises, and then I'll go through some of those individual exercises with you and explain how I do it. But before we go through all this, I'd like to just take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors.
0: Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech all-terrain chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EZGlidersocks.com. That's EZGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain, or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EZSlant.com to learn more. Or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy slant.
1: Hello and welcome back. So we all have a different way of treating different diagnoses, right? So you may listen to this podcast today and say, this is just a load of crap uh, and do things your own way. And that's totally fine. That's okay. You know, my, I've been at this for 29 years. My boss has been at it for 35, 36 years and, and we still have, you know, different ways of treating the same diagnoses. Um, But, you know, when I treat someone, I always take the time to think and, and ask myself, you know, does this make sense? When I treat somebody, is it going to take care of the issue that we see here? And I want to make sure that we're not just treating a symptom, but we are treating a cause to a problem. The other thing is that we look at, you know, the evidence and the literature. And in my opinion, most importantly, I look at experience. Okay, what have my experiences have been with previous injuries that are similar to this? Okay, so I really find that to be the most helpful. That's why I think mentorship is so instrumental in the first couple of years of being a physical therapist. And by first couple of years, I mean the first 10 years. Um, it, you know, it, it, you learn so much from somebody who has a lot of experience. Um, Because you see what works and what doesn't work. Um, So, you know, why do I like to have my patients do this group of exercises? Well, first of all, you need to remember the carpal tunnel, it's a pretty tight space. Okay, so we need to have better mobility in that tight space. The other issue is that, you know, we want to clear up the forearm congestion. Sometimes these tight muscles in the forearm, you know, you'll you see people who lift weights a lot or maybe they do a lot of gripping and grasping with their work. And they have these really large forearm muscles, caused a lot of congestion. So um, it's good to help clear that up. I'm really big on improving neural mobility um, throughout the arm, forearm, and really basically from the, the brachial plexus down. So having better nerve sliding and gliding is very helpful also. And then I like to bring blood flow to the upper extremity. I think that's really key. Oftentimes we treat, you know, a carpal tunnel in the area of the carpal tunnel when the problem most oftentimes is proximal to that. And, you know, there are ergonomic issues and there's so many other things, but don't just treat the carpal tunnel itself because you're you're always going to hit a brick wall. Uh, you want to make sure that you work proximal to that also. And I think when you start doing that, you'll uh, see some success. So, but before I get started with... These exercises for carpal tunnel syndrome, I like to do a few other things. Um, I've always been somebody who has had good success with using, using electrical stimulation, some moist heat, ultrasound, and getting some blood flow going to those areas. When I use moist heat for a carpal tunnel, I make sure that the heat covers the fingers all the way up to the elbow. And I really heat that whole forearm up because later on we're going to be talking about some forearm stretching exercises and we want to improve the mobility of the whole muscle, not just that little you know, bit of a tendon that crosses near the carpal tunnel. Um, so it's important that you know you, you do some of these modalities to do that. I like to do soft tissue mobilization. I like to do a light, gentle, graduated massage throughout the thenar eminence, hypothenar eminence. I like to open that carpal tunnel up a little bit, so I kind of splay the carpal tunnel side to side with my thumbs a little. I sometimes will get into the palm and to the forearm and do some soft tissue mobilization in that area, and uh, following therapy, sometimes I'll occasionally use iontophoresis and get some you know dexamethasone sodium phosphate right into that carpal tunnel region to help decrease inflammation. But with that being said, um, you know I'm going to do this crazy thing. I'm going to try to explain some exercises here in a podcast, and I know it's kind of oxymoron like, but I'm going to try it anyway. And I think with this particular you know group. Uh, of exercise, it's going to be fairly simple to visualize. And then what I'll do is I will also uh, put some videos in the show notes to complement this show today, so that you can just click on that. And uh, I will do the whole series of five exercises, um, all in one video that will make life a lot easier for you. So The first exercise I like to start with after I've done my modalities and heat and soft tissue mobilization is a prayer stretch. So basically, I like to get both hands together. So the palms and the fingers, the palmar surface of the fingers are touching each other. I put the palms together and then I raise the elbows up. So I try to get the wrists to like a 90 degree position on both sides and just try to stretch those wrists a little bit. And uh, I hold you know, this stretch about 15 to 20 seconds, and I might do three to five repetitions of these. I follow that up for my second exercise. What I do is I stay in that position, and then I pull the wrists away from each other, but I keep the palmar side of the fingers together. So now we're getting a little more extension at the metacarpophalangeal joint and stretching those finger flexors just a little bit more. Now the next exercise I think is super important and they are independent tendon glides. So what I will do is I will have the patient take their hand, put it flat on a table or on on their knee if they want, and they will basically stabilize the third, fourth, and fifth fingers and just take the index finger, let's say, and take it through some flexion and back to neutral. And I usually do that 10 to 12 times, and then I will stabilize the index finger, ring finger, and little finger, and just do the middle finger into flexion. And basically what I'm trying to do is get those tendons to glide independently throughout the carpal tunnel so they don't all start to scar together and and cause trouble. They don't always need to work together. They can work more independently. Now, I tell people to do this, you know, pretty lightly at first because even if you don't have carpal tunnel issues, when you do some of these independent tendon glides, if you do them really aggressively, you can really feel that up into the carpal tunnel. And so I start them nice and gently, 10 to 12 repetitions, and I do the second, third, fourth, and fifth fingers like that. And So I really work on the flexor digitorum superficialis when I'm doing that. And then what I'll do is I will... Lock up the finger, basically, and only let the tip of the finger at the DIP joint flex. So I'll do that flexor digitorum profundus, and I will do that individually with each finger. Uh, and and same thing, 10 to 12 repetitions, and I usually have people do this a couple times a day just to get those tendons gliding a little more independently. The next exercise I like to do is a median nerve glide, and I will be adding a video of this. So essentially, the patient is standing there. I usually do this face-to-face with them because this can get a little confusing for them. So let's say the problem is on the right side. I will have them take their hand and slide it down their leg without bending to the right. I just have them depress the shoulder until they get to to as far as they can go. Then I will have them extend the wrist. And after the wrist is extended... I'll have them take that arm into abduction while the shoulder stays depressed. And if you try this on yourself, you'll notice this is a little uncomfortable. It'll almost feel like a sharp cord pulling throughout your arm. It's a very healthy exercise to do, but you should never push through the pain. So it's important that um, you do these nice and gently. And then, you know, watch the video and check out how we do it. And we also will add a little bit of cervical spine lateral flexion as we do it, just to get better sliding of that median nerve. And just having neural tension itself can cause carpal tunnel symptoms. All right. You can be entrapped in the forearm. You could be entrapped in the brachium. Uh, and so it's important that you get that nerve gliding. So I like to do both independent tendon glides and nerve gliding to help with carpal tunnel issues. And then one of the uh, other exercises, the last exercise I'm going to have for today is called a thumbs up exercise. This is a postural exercise. You typically would do this on a machine like a total back or um, even on a bench press bench where you are on your stomach you let your arms drop down toward the floor. Uh, and then what you do is you turn the thumbs up and you try to retract the scapula, keep the elbows extended and your thumbs are going straight up toward the ceiling so that your end position is like a T with your body and your arms. And then I'll have them do you know, three sets of 10 repetitions of that exercise. It, that exercise does several things. It opens up the chest. It activates the rotator cuff, especially the external rotators, beautifully. It engages the periscapular muscles at the same time. So it's a great postural exercise and helps to bring blood flow to the upper extremity. Um, and as you go into that position, you also get a little nerve gliding with it too. So uh, it's one of those exercises that really uh, can get multiple um, issues taken care of. So uh, these are the five exercises I, I use most commonly with people with carpal tunnel. But there are others that I I use and I modify my program depending on the patient. Uh, But uh, these have really worked out well for me. And I usually see some pretty decent changes right off um, when we start treating these patients. So those are my five favorite exercises for carpal tunnel syndrome. I hope you enjoyed the show today. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure that you send uh, some questions and uh, I'll try to get them onto the show. We'll have a discussion about it and uh, we'll try to get you answers as as well as we can. So folks, I'd like you to stay safe and take care. Bye.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.